to Meet Me in the Middle. I'm Joy Martin. I've got Lindsay Pollard, uh, my co-host, and we are interviewing Alex Haynes today. Welcome back, Alex. We um, had a great first session, so if you didn't see that one, go back, because that gives kind of the, the storyline, the, the foundation to the story that we're talking to him about cancer survivor, diabetic, um, and then some of his faith story and journey through that. So, wow, welcome back, Alex. And uh, we're just gonna pick up where we left off because I have so many questions, but Lindsay, I'll turn it over to you for your next question first before I jump in. <laughs> okay, so, so you know, you were talking about um, the faith part and you were talking about how you you know, you felt like you stepped outside of God's will and then um, the cancer occurred. And then when you stepped back inside, then, you know, things started going better and whatnot. What kept you encouraged during that time? Yeah. Uh, just God, I guess, because I didn't know what to expect. And when they first started talking about, I have a colostomy as a souvenir from that. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, they first started talking about it was going to be temporary, but if things went wrong, it would be permanent. Okay. And I told my dad, if it's permanent, they can just sew me back up. I don't want them to touch me. <laughs> yeah. So then God worked with me on that. And one day I was looking at the mirror and said, all right, God, I don't know where this is going. Let's get it done. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. went from there. So it did end up being permanent. And that's surprisingly enough has blessings of its own. Because I've had doctors talk about, have you ever thought about getting reversed? I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we, we did miss a little part here. Like, or I, in my head, I missed a little part. So sorry. Um, so you had, you went in. Okay. So August, you were diagnosed. November, you started treatment from November to what'd you say? Uh, January. January, you went through chemo radiation pre-surgery. Mm -hmm. So then when you had the surgery, they were, they must've removed part of your colon. Yes. Yeah, they removed most of the large intestine. Oh, wow. And then it was worse than they thought because it had broken through and attached to the bone but hadn't penetrated to the bone yet, to oh. the hip bone. Ooh. So caught it just in time for spreading much worse. But they had to take some muscles out that left me with a permanent colostomy in the process. Okay. okay, so you did have, see, and that would be my worst nightmare. I mean, you know, you think, but so how did you handle that thing when they said, Okay, you, you're coming out, as you call it, a souvenir, which is a sweet way to say it, I know. But I mean, you're, you're a guy in your 20s, right? At the time, yes. <laughs> so, like, how did you feel when they said, you know, or, or I don't know if you knew you were gonna come out with a colostomy? Colostomy. Yeah. It yeah, was okay. like so supposed to be temporary. They had Mark tattooed my right side for where the temporary one was going to be and then when I came out of recovery it was on the left so I was like hmm something went wrong <laughs> and uh -huh. it took, my, took my doctor three days to tell me that uh, this is permanent even though I figured it out when I woke up because he just didn't want to break that news to me <laughs> wow. what did you do when he told you that I was pretty much knew that when I woke up so I wasn't thrilled about it but I was still alive so there's that yeah. Then it just became the process of learning how to live with it. Yeah. And after a while, like I said, at first it seemed daunting, but now it's like it has some blessings to it that you wouldn't think about. I really wouldn't 
want to undo it. Okay. Okay. Like the aggravations that come with it. <laughs> what are what are some of the blessings? Because this is like the first time I've ever heard somebody say that with that type of a souvenir, there are blessings. I don't know if you, I can say it, but like when you're traveling on the road and you stop at a men's room, yes. those men's rooms are quite nasty and I've never had to sit on one of those talks again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a blessing. Hey, that's real life. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. But that's yeah. awesome, and your system's going a little crazy in that area, and I don't have to run to the bathroom constantly because I, I have a bag there to help out. <laughs> but you know what? Right. I, but you know what, Alex? Thank you for sharing that. And and it's yeah. okay to say that. Um, yeah. But it, it's thank you for saying that because when you don't experience what someone else's experience, you don't even think about it. Yeah. And that's what Joy and I have been talking about with the whole, you know, all the things that are happening in the world right now. And so we'll sit down and we'll have these deep conversations. And it's like, I never experienced that. Right. So I wouldn't right. even think about that. You know right. what I'm saying? So you've just brought a whole nother perspective to that area of life, which equalizes everybody. Oh, no, right. <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling Joy, I said, you know, the great equalizer during COVID is toilet paper, you know? know right? <laughs> so, and I have a friend, um, I, go ahead, what, what did you say? Wait, what did you say? I don't need toilet paper. So I have a good friend, Michelle, uh, in Connecticut, and she always tells me, she always says, see the gift. Every time I'm going through a hard time or any of she goes, she just looks at me, she goes, see the gift, see the gift. And I'm, I'm looking at you thinking you were going through this um, at a time when I know that would have just devastated me. Um, and you're seeing the gift. And I love that. And, th and I have another friend who has, um, in Connecticut as well, actually, who has Crohn's disease, um, a young, she's um, probably in her early 30s now, but I think she ended up having to have a bag, a souvenir, as you call it. Um, and she's had two babies now and everything. And just, um, you know, how God's helped her through, we should interview her sometime. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so now you've had the surgery, you come out and things are different than you thought. What happened next? Next was another four months of chemo where I'd get chemo IVs every day for a week and then they would give me three weeks off. And that was kind of the worst part of it because that one week made you feel horrible. Yeah. And three weeks mm -hmm. later, you're just starting to feel better. And they hit you with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, please just stop. <laughs> I know. It was only four months. I know some people go through it a lot longer than that. So the, so the way that you feel bad, describe that, is it like just, is it nausea, vomiting? Like what, in, what does that entail, the feeling bad part? Yeah, a lot of nausea, no energy. You just want to lay there and do nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it, the nausea, if you're trying to be too active, then you would be vomiting. I know some people it gets harder than that. So, so, there's, so there's weight loss with that too then, right? Yeah, but there was a lot of weight loss with the surgery alone, so. <laughs> yes, yes. I came out 30 pounds lighter than I went in somehow. I'm not sure how that happened. Wow. wow. I look like a skeleton. What's going on? Wow. But yeah, so, during that time, you definitely weren't gaining weight because nothing really tasted right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People were bringing me food to 
help me eat. <laughs> Were you getting the sores in your mouth? And my sister-in-law just went through uh, chemo for breast cancer and she, she got mm. those sores in her mouth. I didn't have that, fortunately. Okay. That's good. So yeah. were you working at all? Were you able to work at all during this time or what was, I mean, yeah. <laughs> After the surgery, I was out of work for 10 weeks, okay. but the Lord blessed me again there because my boss kept me on full pay for the whole 10 weeks. He didn't wow. make me use leave or anything. Wow, that's beautiful. So yeah. Lindsay had a great question that she had written down here. What was your anchor during that? time of this was post-surgery you're going through chemo you're puking your guts out you know nothing tastes good what what anchored you uh, just God because like I was single and it, the post treatment I was home for a little while with my folks but then I went back to Atlanta where I was living by myself pretty much now you didn't have any did you have any family support at all I had some distant family that I was renting their basement out okay. to live in, kind of like an apartment. But okay. so they were there to help me out if I got sick and take me to the hospital. So that was helpful. Do you have um, siblings? I have a brother who's Down syndrome. Okay. And I have a had a sister, but she died when she was a year old. Okay. Oh, I got it. Okay. Wow. Okay. Now that was way back in the sixties when they couldn't fix that kind of thing. Oh, now I feel like I need to talk to your parents. Are your parents still alive? Yes, they're still alive. And my brother's still alive. He's okay. well beyond the average age of Down syndrome boy. <laughs> okay. 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 But he's awesome. He's the, only, he's the only human that truly demonstrated God's unconditional love, as far as I'm concerned. You know, Alex, when, when I, I've had health issues my entire life since I was a child, been in and out of the hospital, um, have battled different things. And I can remember um, being at a church service one time and, you know, um, the, the pastor was talking about, you know, he kind of made this altar call and he was like, if you have, if you've been sick, if you've had cancer, if you've had blah, 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 whatever, I want you to come down because you are God's trophy. And I sat there, I was probably in the front row seat, and I sat there and I was so, it was like the culmination of all my anger towards God. And I remember saying, I don't want to be your trophy. I want you to heal me. Yeah. I want you to heal me. I don't want to be your doggone trophy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I remember it was the lowest point um, for me. And that night I actually had suicidal thoughts. Mm. Um, have you ever gotten to a place in your journey in the middle where you've where you've just been like you know what I can't do this uh, the only time I've had anything close to that was like I said when they said it could when they first presented the idea that the cost of me could be permanent and I told my dad like well, it's gonna be permanent just tell him to soak me back up and leave me yeah mm. and that mm. of course killed me but <laughs> yeah yeah Oh my goodness. So when you say that God was your anchor, um, I'm, I'm going to add to that, that you are God's trophy. Okay. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I, for those of us that have battled, um, because some people don't, don't battle health issues. They really, you know, um, I think we're all God's trophy in some way, but for some reason, 
the way that that man phrased it that night, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. and I had my personal, you know, duke it out with Jesus, mm. you know, um, my, my, my Jacob fight with Jesus, um, I, I consider you a trophy because you're still standing and what a powerful testimony you have mm -hmm. of, of your journey, mm -hmm. not only just your health, but your journey with God. Right, right. And all the blessings that, I mean, all the gifts, as Joy said, you got gifts popping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to say something about your um, brother with Down syndrome. Um, so God gave me, now you're going to make me cry, but um, God gave me a, a, just a word. I was with, um, there's a place in town called Ability Plus, um, and they um, just sweet, sweet, our precious people. They, it's a place that um, has a day program for the mentally and physically challenged. Okay. The organization I work with, Intentional Faith, has been able to go out there and do devotionals with this group of people um, before COVID anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and we were sitting at the table with them one day and um, God just said, these are the pure in heart. And then I looked at my coworker and I said, I just heard the spirit say, this, this is a pure in heart. And he looked at me and he, he finished the verse. He said, and they shall see God. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the pure in heart, um, especially the mentally challenged or those pure in heart people that I think they do see God. Mm -hmm. And I think when we are with them, we see God mm -hmm. through them. Um, and I, I'm looking at you thinking that was a gift to you as well, mm -hmm. to have yeah. a pure in heart brother who could just love you and there's no strings attached and there's, you know, and he helped you see God through that. Um, anyway. Best example of unconditional love because no matter what, he just loved you. He exactly. <laughs> exactly. What would you say to someone who is just getting that cancer diagnosis or that you have diabetes? I mean, we didn't even, touched on that like when you were eight years old and you got the word you're diabetic I mean that must have rocked your world because all of a sudden a you can't eat certain foods b you've got to test your blood sugar all the time and you got to take shots and you can't you know just different things that you can't run around like some of the other kids all the time you know and so anyway when you get a diagnosis of you're diabetic type one diabetic or you've got cancer, what would you say to people who are just getting that diagnosis? Uh, for, for cancer, the hugest thing is just your attitude. And you gotta have a positive attitude, no matter how bad things look, you gotta keep positive and keep looking at the end that you're going through. And you rely on God for the strength to stay positive. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. I don't know what to tell you, but you got to have a positive attitude. And okay. I could have done without God keeping me in that mindset throughout. I think that's huge because that's what I hear all the time is that your attitude is everything. Yeah. yeah. Attitude will make or break it all. Right. And that's what the yeah. surgeon had told my mom at one point when we were going for the follow up visits because I was having trouble healing because of diabetes as far right. as and stuff. And 
he told her, him and his staff had never seen somebody who was, <laughs> never seen somebody with such a positive attitude going through all this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just trying to be alive. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, a, but that's a gift. That's another gift that God has given you too. He placed that in you. How how old? How old is your brother? He is fifty-five. Oh my goodness! Okay. Do you see him often? Now that we're here in Huntsville, I don't get to because you know it's a long ride to Savannah. So we yeah. go. We try to go at least twice a year. We used to go yeah. more. We'd be good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I bet you that's a sweet reunion now. Because of Down syndrome, it's kind of like a 80, 90 year old man. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, this is a good word for everybody right now going through the pandemic and all this um, stuff. I, I was saying to a walking with my friend this morning and um, I was like, you know, I think people who are happy and are in happy places, um, their immunity is better. You know, they have a higher immunity. So if we have relationships and we have um, people who love us and we can be somehow in community with people and, and like you said, have that good attitude, I believe that brings physical healing. I really do. You know, so you just confirmed that. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, right, so, and the word says laughter is like a medicine. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. So how are you doing now, Alex? Like you're you're you've been cancer free for how long? I'm starting to lose counts. Twenty three years now, twenty four years. Wow. <laughs> that, man. Have you had any flare ups of any kind that have, you know, whatever, or has it just been solid, good to go? Uh, mainly solid a year after that surgery, I had adhesions from the scar tissue they had managed to wrap around my, what was left of my intestine and cut it off. So mm. they had to cut me open again and fix that. But mm -hmm. Other than that, it's been doing well. Brilliant. It possibly has these days where it's aggravating, as it always will, but mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. so I wouldn't go back, I don't think. How soon after you finished your treatment or whatever did you get married? See, uh, had surgery January '96. Met Jules in April or May of that same year. Okay. We were just gonna be friends. <laughs> just gonna be friends. Look, that's always the way it started. Dating in October, and then the following spring. Uh, the following January, I went for a follow-up treatment before I went. Ah, <laughs> mm. oh, that's just great. That's beautiful. And you met her in Atlanta. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'd never met her prior to her roommate volunteering her to cook me some dinner, even though we were in the same class. Because at that time she was a police officer. Oh, okay. 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 She was had some weird shifts, so. Never yeah. really saw her until that time. <laughs> oh. but you knew I, she could, but you knew she could cook, Alex. I found out she could cook. <laughs> Actually, I didn't because she said, "I'll go with you, but you've got to cook because you signed us up." For it. Yeah, made <laughs> roommate cook after all. <laughs> now, how many years have you been married? 
How many years have you been married now? Well, uh, got married in 97, so got to do the math. 23 years this November. Awesome. Congratulations. Wow. 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 Okay, so I heard, as we finish, I mean, I heard something, some little rumor about an acting career or something. <laughs> tell, yeah, there's a little rumor there. <laughs> tell me. Tell do we have time to do this now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell me about this whole acting career. Like I don't know. You got a. You just a man of many gifts. I, I don't know. know. I know. This is a new thing. So I was telling you earlier. Um, I started taking my daughter to acting classes last January of 2019. Yeah. And her and Jules had been in small theater here in the. Huntsville, and they'd always try to get me involved, and I told them, I don't want to be in front of people. I've never wanted to be in front of people. I've avoided it my whole life. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but then Jules helped wasn't doing good, so I ended up having to take Caitlin to more classes than I, I thought her mom would be taking her since that was their thing. Mm -hmm. And as I'm sitting in class, I start saying, these people are enjoying this. This kind of looks like fun. And I started getting interested in it, and I'm like, God, why am I interested in this? Because you know I'm scared of this stuff. <laughs> Like, okay, if I'm getting interested in it, it's not because it's something I really want to do, so you must want me to do something here. So I just okay, we'll we'll go on this journey, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> like like God, you can give me cancer, but don't ask me to act. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going, keep telling this story. Okay, then what happened? So I started kind of hinting to the acting teacher that I was interested in coming up with questions about taking classes. Next thing I know, he had wrote me into taking two classes last year for the summer. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> but I've been having a blast doing it ever since. So, despite so what are the prospects for that right public. now? There you go. So what are your aspects right now? Because I think it kind of blipped out a minute. So I, I missed a little of that sentence. What, what, where's that going right now? Where are you with that? It's going well. I've had, I've been blessed to do a couple industrials for Tractor Supply and I got to do a short film with Sheep Shed Entertainment which is a Christian film group here in Huntsville and that was a lot of fun so cool. I don't know if God's just trying to grow me past my fears or he has somewhere for me to go in this field but I'm just going to take the journey as long as it'll go. So here's somebody who came out with a souvenir package <laughs> who's diabetic and then God is just launching you out of your comfort zone, out of probably your personality zone, in a way of, of like, are you seem to be a little bit of an introvert. Is am I right about that? Are you a little bit of an introvert? Would you say? Yeah, I've always been a loner and shy and kept to myself as much as possible. <laughs> and just sending you into the acting field. How hilarious is that? I mean, God's just got all kinds of surprises for all of us. <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head around it. I'll try to kind of taught myself out of it and then he reignites the interest again. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> what, what type of, um, what type of roles, like what type of roles attract you? Uh, well, like right now I've just been submitting for like dad roles and things I'm familiar with. Dad uh, roles. Right. Dad roles or okay. they, supposedly I can be a cop or a detective, but I haven't done that yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> That is so okay. good. All right. I'm, I'm trying to learn more about the faith-based film industry because you know, mm -hmm. I'd like to keep staying movies that are clean, 
good yes. for families and that kind of thing. Yeah. There's too much garbage in movies. And oh, yeah. A lot of movies nowadays, not all of them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and you're still doing your regular nine to five job, I'm assuming, yeah. yes? And oh, yeah. are you yeah. working from home right now? No, we haven't slowed down a bit. We're a smaller company, so we did go to two shifts so that we would have 10 or less in the building okay. one time. We never okay. stopped working. <laughs> wow. Been going to work every day for all this. And um, wow. So I guess I want to end it with how can we continue to pray for you right now? You know, what are ways? You said your wife's going through some health issues. So obviously it sounds like you could use some, she could use some prayer there. You got a 16-year-old who's <laughs> so just launching into uh, that whole world. Um, you're continuing on with, it sounds like God is just opening up a new um, season for you that is just, you know, surprising. It seems it surprised you. <laughs> yeah. I he's mean. Enlarging, he's enlarging your territory. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Hey, you can put Meet Me in the Middle on your resume now. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a talk show one day. <laughs> oh, Alex, it has been such a pleasure having you. And like Joy said, how can we pray for you and your family? How can we be a better yeah. for you? Uh, the biggest prayers we need is just for my wife's health she's been on a 20 plus year battle and it hadn't gotten any easier for her so and that's affecting my daughter as she gets older and sure it's stressful for everybody but we just try to keep hopeful and try to keep finding a way through it yeah right 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 i think that journey has been harder than any of them (laughs) you know and that's a good point because journeys that are just long and laborious and just don't seem to ever end. I mean, yours kind of did have, not that you don't still, you know, have things that remind you of, you know, what you had, but, um, you know, that had like this diagnosis date and then the surgery and the treatment date. And then, like you said, you've been basically good to go, but something that just is sustainable that's that's hard every day for her so yeah yeah i am so sorry so we will pray for her and trust god with that but thank you so much thank you and um it's fun. <laughs> well, um, I want to follow up with you uh, some more after uh, another one of your little acting gigs that you do. So um, we can say we knew you win. <laughs> I was say, don't forget the little people when you make it up to the top, man. <laughs> well, yeah. and I say, I say that and we're laughing, but I really believe God is is enlarging your territory. And so whenever he's in charge of it, it's going to go, he's going to take you places you never thought you'd go. Yeah. I don't know where it's going, but looking forward to wherever it is going. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Because there's there's gifts all along the way, like Joy said. See the gift. Thank you for sharing your gifts with us um, and your vulnerable story. And, um, yeah, those those tender places in your heart. Um, 
All right, guys, we're wrapping it up and we will just be looking forward to talking to some more people soon. Um, thanks for joining us. <laughs>